show off with a laugh. We're starting the show off with a laugh. Welcome everyone to our take on it. It's your girl Deborah and Jackie, and we have Bobby Ligwikwe. Welcome to the studio, girl. Thank you, girl. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you know, on to the topic of discussion. I mean, you know, as we said in our intro, we love this book. And and Deb, why do we love this book? Uh, we love this book because I personally can see myself in the character that Abby has written so beautifully. I can too. And that's what I... Now let's get right into it, okay? Yes. I, I love this book, as we said before when we told everyone... Oh, to wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know we're going to do this interview, girl. But first of all, let me say, you look fly today. Thank you very much. I did yeah. dress for the it, occasion. It, you know, Thank we you. are social distancing, but this is yes. social happening. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you very much. And all you, Abby, I love the sweater dress you're wearing with the matching hair and everything, girl. Thank you. I know, and Thank I look you. like, you know, the queen, of oh, course. No, that's, true. that's true, that's true. You could combine check with... Yes, black and white checkers pants with, with green, green top. Yeah, you're rocking it. We're looking at a book that was about a young girl who realized she had certain uh, supernatural abilities. Okay, she didn't really know how to compartmentalize them or analyze them, but they were a foundation for all the things that were about to evolve in her life. Mm -hmm. Now, why did you find this book so inspirational, Deb? Like when you start to hear about this young girl's journey. Did it tell you something about your life, your life's paths, your value system, your goals? Oh, absolutely. This is why I said Obi's mind is like a library, you know? Yeah. It opens up so many variety of different aspects of life's mystery, life challenges. Yeah. For me, the reason why I connected with this book and relate to it so much is because I saw myself in some of the characters that she actually put out in the book. And I think it's easy to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when creating this book, um, I gathered that you would have an enormous amount of courage to really bring yourself forward to the public, to really bring your brilliant mind and your soul to the public. So how did you really put this whole thing together to manifest it into such a beautiful novel? The characters, the scripting, everything. Deborah, if I tell you that I don't know how this book was written, you won't believe me. Really? Yeah. My I think that's a brilliant answer, though, because, again, you're saying that something moved you, something propelled yeah, you. Yeah, I was inspired to write the story, and then I put down the first paragraph, and before I knew it, the characters took over from me mm -hmm. and wrote the whole story wow. from beginning till the end. Wow. wow, and I definitely believe that because the fluidity is there. I yeah. can see that you had a vision because, I mean, this young girl, she was on a journey, and it was a journey, you know, that really started when she came of age. And, you know, she was, by by society standards, she was a young woman, but she hadn't fully developed her purpose or known what her chosen path was going to be. Yeah. So there were a lot of pitfalls there. And I think people can see themselves while they're on the search, falling into these holes mm -hmm. and yeah. having to climb out and dig themselves over and maybe start over again. You yeah. do have one biblical reference in yeah. the book, yeah. uh, you know, Jonah, for anybody who wants to read that yes. from the Old Testament. And basically, you know, to make that short and sweet, it was God directed Jonah to move in, a, to, to go to a certain place, you know, to get rid of the evil that was in that place. And he turned around and he went somewhere else, wound yeah. up on a ship, 
Mm-hmm. The people on the ship toasted him off because they claimed he brought a curse to them. Yeah. They pushed him overboard, and he went into a whale's belly. And, yeah. and basically, the theme of that was the whale's belly was his protection. Exactly. He was held there because he would have drowned out there if right. he was in the deep exactly. water. Right. So that right. was the, the whale's protection yeah. held him there until he got the knowledge he needed. Yeah. And guess what? God sent him back to where he was supposed to go yeah. in the first place. So the, it's like the yeah. vicious circle of life. You, you yeah. start right back where you started. Exactly. And how many of us have really, as we say, missed our stop and get right back to where we're supposed to be. But we can only do that with courage. Yes. yes. We can only do that with, we can only accomplish that with courage. Yeah. And and really and truly, our our destiny is already pre-designed for us by God. And so it's only for us to walk in that path. And in your book, we've seen how many paths that she has to cross. Things that she didn't even know she would become to become who she really is. So all that lead up, everything that she's experienced, the bad and the good, led her to become the person that she's supposed to. Absolutely. And this happens to every single one. Yes. It does. That's why it's so relatable. Yeah. And you can't get frustrated on your journey. No. Just because something is not going the way you want. Right on. Because the journey is the destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You have to enjoy it. Yeah. The good, the bad, the failures, the successes to get to where you need to be. And yeah. speaking of journey, honey, you are on such a powerful, successful journey. I just said you Amen. are like an onion. We just peel every layer back That's off true. of you and you're Very just going to become smelling out of success. Just, mm, not smell a onion. Not <laughs> In fact, you might bring a few tears to your success, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, another part I'd like to is like, in this book, it puts emphasis on elders who influence your life. And yeah. I was actually reading something. They gave one. 10 things that you need to have a, a long life. Mm-hmm. And one of those things was obviously a spiritual aspect to your life. Yeah. But another thing was stay close to your parents. Okay. Yes. They said that that ages you really well, believe it or not. Because if you have a good relationship with older people, they have such insight to give you. And yes. they can really shape your, your life in a certain way. Mm-hmm. That when you have that disconnect, you miss so much in your life mm-hmm. so that is why in my life I treasure my parents because as, as much as they can drive me crazy they're also a great source of inspiration and for strength. me yeah. yeah I also like this book because it's kind of multi-generational and I think that older people uh, who are so devalued in our society you know we look at old people and we kind of pity them and we sort of you know don't really want to yeah. uh, give them the respect that they deserve but truthfully when somebody has lived past a certain age they have so much to offer you and if you're lucky enough in your life to be surrounded by a grandparent or even parents who are older the wisdom there is is priceless you can't mm-hmm. even put a price on it so I think if, if this book touches on all these things. It takes you through a a young girl's journey, but also how she relates to her family. And what is more messed up these days than family? Family is so broken and divided in the world we live in. But, um, you know, when you can even count on a grandmother or a grandfather to to guide your path or direct you, it's a very valuable resource. It is. It is very, very valuable. So, Abby, how has your process of publishing changed since your first book, when we did Nofudu? How how has that changed since then? Oh, I've learned so much more. I've grown. I Now, I delegate almost every task. And delegation I, is so important. Yeah, I delegate everything from publicity mm-hmm. to marketing to mm-hmm. graphic designing mm-hmm. and um i found that 
created so much more time for me to do what I really love, which is to write. Mm -hmm. Which is so true because sometimes we have a tendency to think we can do it all. Yes. And that's when we burn out and that's when we become, become least effective, you know. Part of being skillful in finding what your real purpose is, is as you said, Obi, to learn to delegate to other people, bring other people into the picture. So it frees you up to be as creative as you can possibly be, mm -hmm, right. you know, that you can't be in a position where you think, Oh, I can't trust anybody. I'm the only one who's capable of exactly. doing things. Our next question is, do you view writing as a spiritual practice? Like now you may not necessarily be a spiritual person and you certainly don't have to be to get the essence of this book, but, in your experience, how do you find spirituality enters into the equation for you? It's everything. For me, writing is synonymous with spirituality. I, I can see because you're so creative. Like, I feel like when I read your books, I feel like I am one of the characters. Like, I am in there with you. Yeah. And and no, and I and well, I, I think I, that's a good point because yeah. it's easy to place yourself in the context of what the characters are going through. And I think that's what makes the book so good mm -hmm. because you can almost go back and underscore parts of it and say, wow, that's a chunk out of my previous experience or that's yeah. something I failed to do. Or maybe this is something I can learn from. So it's really written in the context of, of gathering information and using it as a foundational guide for certain pitfalls to avoid and maybe certain things you need to open yourself up to so you're more broad-based in your thinking and in your capacity to mm -hmm. to accomplish things. And this is how I know that you are a brilliant writer once I can see myself in your characters. Wow. So, what other questions do you have for the beautiful Abby? Well, um, I would like to also ask, you know, um, what international causes, like, you know, I know you have a foundation or a charity that you, you probably give money to, to different causes. Um, you know, what, what are some of the areas that catch your attention internationally that, you know, you would direct your focus toward? Yeah. The main part, I, I'm always concerned or affiliated to charities that, you know, advance the causes of uh, young women yes. and children. All right. I also have my own charity, Ecla Beginnings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our main mandate is to uh, provide assistance for education uh, for children in rural areas. Right. And then it also provides assistance to uh, women, small business assistance to women. Oh, that's beautiful. And I think these are the areas that we really need to focus on. I mean, yeah. yesterday was International Women's Day and we hear how so many women are literally barely at, say, 75 percent of the potential of what men have accomplished in so many areas. Mm -hmm. So women have a long way to go in that journey. So I think it's wonderful that you see your role as a writer to build up young women and to encourage them. And this is one of the reasons we want to direct you to uh, Abby's work is because she basically, you know, has that in mind when she's writing, you know, that's a foundation to educate young people. And, you know, while there's certainly a message for older people, the youth are our future and we really have to get them connected, you know, to what the world is about and how they can make it a better place. Mm -hmm. So I think this is really important. And then it was also World Conference. So did you read a lot when you were a kid? Yes, I did. I read, I had a book on my hand every single time. Now in, well in, in writing three novels so far, has fear, because I know you talked about fear earlier, has fear ever stopped you from becoming the person that you are or fulfilling your purpose? Even now into the third book, I can't say I've completely let go of fear. Once I let go of the fact that I, that I can't be perfect mm -hmm. or that I don't even want to be perfect, mm -hmm. 
that's when I start to let go of fear. Right. Oh, wow. Right. That's right. wonderful. Because fear does cripples the soul. But not only do you need um, to to not have fear, but you really need courage exactly. to really win that over. Exactly. Yeah. But I know you said to me that you were so literally captivated by this book. Yes. You found so much that you could relate to. And now, even though we are girls that like to have fun and like to do things in an upbeat way, there was also some serious stuff that people really had to be glued to, okay? They talk about domestic violence in this yeah. book, okay? And this is no joke, okay? Mm -hmm. Any man who raises his hand to a woman. I mean, I grew up with that. I have a mother who's a very rambunctious. <laughs> She's got a mouth on a mouth on her that could yes. really tell off anybody. Yes. But I've always heard my mother say to my dad, you know, don't ever lose yourself, okay? At any point that you would ever try to strike me, okay? Because yeah. everything is over. Yeah, I yeah. don't care what is happening in your life or your world. You know your place with me yeah. and you never cross that line. But and you I've know, always grown up with that. You, you know? know, interestingly, even though it talk about domestic violence, other people tend to think that domestic violence only reaches from the physical aspect of it, but it's from the emotional. Yeah, it was, it's oh, from definitely. the mental. Yeah. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. doesn't just set on the physical part of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and which is worse. I feel like emotional abuse is the worst you can yeah. encounter. You might as well hit me. And they always go hand in hand, though. Yeah, yeah they, they do go hand in hand. An example of domestic violence where there's no emotional or verbal. Exactly, violence. and I yeah. think that yeah. that you know, and not to say that women can't be abusers, they can be. Oh, but for the most oh, part, yeah. For the most yeah. part, it's men that we hear about. But truthfully, uh, I think a lot of men are look for their victims. I've always believed that they choose their victims. They know who they can take advantage of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It could be, it's not, it's not a gender specific. No, it is. Right. A woman yeah. can be an abuser. So can a man. Yeah, definitely. But I think that they see something in you that they know they can control. And yeah. I think they see it from the beginning, which is why this book explores relationships. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when you look at relationships, for heaven's sakes, I keep saying to women, read the signs right away. Don't presume that you can change someone or turn it around. Read mm -hmm. the signs. Yeah. What you see in ABC is who you're going to get. But most you importantly, know? Yeah. what I, I know you do have a, a personal charity that you support and you have a, a passion for young girls, for inspiring uh, the youth to, to really meet their full potential, you know, to find their purpose in this life. And this is huge. But even for people who aren't young, but still very young at heart and still maybe haven't found their purpose, this book is like a directory leading you to how you should move along a path that will eventually lead you to fulfillment. Mm -hmm, and what you right. do is you dispel a lot of the, the garbage or the crap, for want of a better word, that a lot of us get caught up in. Yeah. Especially for women, we lose ourselves in romantic love and mm -hmm. fantasies. Oh, I want to be happy. I want to be in love. But, I mean, that isn't really the essence of what makes you who God wants you to be. It is finding your purpose, finding something that That's you were right. meant to do, mm -hmm. yeah. which puts you out in front of everybody. I know everybody wants to ask, where will we get a copy? Well, you can get a copy on Amazon.com and where else? Or oh, that's CA. Million. Mm -hmm. uh, Indigo. Barnes and Nobles. Yes. Yeah. Indigo. Yes. Yeah. Visit your bookstore during yes. this pandemic. Do some reading. It's wonderful. There's so many great books out there. And you know, uh, it's authentic. It's, it's very, authentic. very wonderful experience to be. And a trust reader. me, once you start reading this book, The Place Beyond Her Dreams, you can't put it down. I was not able to put it down. I took two, two days. Wow. So I think it's an easy read. It's bold printed. Yeah, it is. And most of all, 
it's price efficient. Y'all can afford this book. Because I see all the orders that are coming through from Amazon. Okay? I know y'all could order this book and put it on your shelf after you read it. But, Abby, again, congratulations on this debut. Thank March you. 16 is the release. We look forward to it. We want to bask in your success with you. Learned a lot about Abby in, the, in this discussion here. You know, um, we've also learned a lot about, you know, um, the fact that the world is so interconnected. And I really kind of like that. Your, your explanation about how women are basically the same from country to country is really a great comment to make because it shows that there is is the possibility of unification, that we can change our thinking. We can find common goals and common issues and build on them, you know? So it kind of gives us hope for how we can guide the next generation of, of, of children. And I think that's so important, you know, for the future that we're building because things are definitely different, you know, um, in our generation than they're going to be for younger women now. It's mm -hmm. so different. And um, the impact of social media is so huge mm -hmm. that you put a lot of emphasis uh, on self-worth and how you should value yourself. And I think that's missing from so many kids today. They just yeah. don't have a guide, anything that they can use as a foundation. You know, mm -hmm. um, the family structure is sadly disintegrating in so many ways, and it cannot be a basis upon which kids can build a future for themselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, it's becoming more important, I think, to get kids to really read. And this is why we have to use this quiet time or this period of isolation to get into books. Mm -hmm. You know, let's learn to read. Let's, instead of just having kids scrolling through devices where yeah. the subject is not connected to anything solid, you know, it's yeah. just moments of laughter and, you know, finding yeah. something that, you know, amuses them, but giving them something that's solid and yeah. meaty. And mm -hmm. reading really is that. It's you know? fundamental. It is. Yeah. It's really and, and your book, important. your books that you have written so far have so much life lessons and life skills for everyone to apply to their life that, you know, it's becoming. Yeah. And it's only if you need it, you will accept it. But I feel like you have so much more to offer, so much more to share. And we're just happy that we can sit here in front of you the famous author, okay, <laughs> the, the Hollywood, you know, author to become, yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, there's so much layers to you. We just don't keep peeling you off like an onion, baby. 